Hey everybody, it's your buddy's pal Anthony. And here today we have a name you might be familiar with, reason that myself and Archer are acquainted with each other and now affiliated with each other. We have Josh in the house. And while Josh is a fan, he's not as crazy. Well-versed. Well-versed, he's saying. (laughs) Crazy is the word I'm going to use to describe myself. Uh, But he is watching Book of Boba Fett slash The Mandalorian slash Luke and Grogu's misadventures. And uh, we're going to find out what he thinks of all this. So, Steve, roll that intro. So, you've watched everything. You've same thing as me. You've been a fan of Star Wars and all this sort of stuff for all our lives. What? Forget the last two episodes for a minute. What do you think of Book of Boba Fett? The episodes, the first four episodes that actually included Boba Fett. Were you happy with them? Were you kind of bored by them? What do you? What are your uh, thoughts? As a Star Wars fan, that's not a. Uh... That's a fan on the surface, not as deep as Steve and Anthony. I thought they're okay. Um, I get the gripes as to why people are disappointed because they're not seeing the, I guess, the hard side of yeah of Boba Fett. Me as a fan, and what I know, I don't think the episodes that we've ever seen him in in four, five, and six really go into detail exactly how how hard he is. But again, I haven't watched all the other series but um in general i would like to see him be um a little bit harder because he is supposed to be the um he's the heavy hand he's yeah like, he's the heavy hand that's supposed to be uh the, the crime boss yeah now he's supposed to be the crime boss and in like uh in the cartoon uh, not the cartoon excuse me in the comics in the canon comics he's the one vader calls in to like you know hunt down well excuse me not hunt down yeah hunt down i'm sorry He's the one who calls in to hunt down Luke before he knows he's Luke, and he's the one in canon who tells Vader the name of the guy who blew up the first Death Star. He's the guy. He's Johnny Badass of the galaxy, and he's just getting to steal Sal's word chumped in his own show. So, but, uh, so like, some of the moments that were, like, kind of eye-rolling for me and Steve, I think, were, like, uh, he gets his new pet Rancor from the Fets. And he's uh, he's constantly saying, "I'm gonna rule with respect." Are, are those eye roll moments for you, or are you kind of like, "Oh, okay, this is like, how are you like when like I just said, I'm rolling my eyes." How are you taking those moments? You meant more of the huts, right? Well, no, I'm saying like he get he gets the, the he gets the rancor from the huts, right. and he's all like, "Oh." He's like playing with it. He's like petting it behind the ear. He's like, "Oh, you're a good boy. Teach me to ride this thing." And then. Every other line out of his mouth is, I'm going to rule with strength and with respect. respect so, yeah. like, are those moments separately? Are you like, when he says that, are you like, oh, okay, cool. This is, I want to see this. Or are you like, oh, what the hell is this? Who is this guy? You know? Um, yeah, I think with the whole respect, I'm, I'm just kind of curious watching it, see how it continues on. Um, for me, I think definitely seeing the way he was with the Tuscan Raiders and learning that i think that's what i would expect but 
Okay. So, but, like, but like, how about the uh, the shift? Because, like, the guy we saw in Mandalorian who doesn't have armor, who just owns right. that, that, whole, uh, that whole battalion or squadron of stormtroopers to this guy. Right. You know, is it, like, that's a, personally, that's a letdown. Are you... Yeah, no, I, I agree. Forgive me, because my memory is um, shot. <laughs> Dealing with the... Two children. Kids and life in general, COVID and everything, um... I'm lucky if I remember the episode I watched last week. Yeah. But, um, yeah, to Anthony's point, from Mandalorian to this, yes, definitely a difference. Um, and that's what I expected in the beginning. But like any new series, there's something coming out. And I think back to my point with episode four, five, and six, um, you see Fed as this, you know, for the amount of minutes he had in all the movies, which is how many minutes? Maybe like, it's probably 10, like 10, 20 at most. 10 the most. You really don't see him do his nitty-gritty work. You just see... He collects Han Solo, does this, he does all that. So we really don't know how hard of an individual he is. Yeah. He could be that hard individual or he just walks around with respect. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, from, from 10 minutes of film time, I mean, everybody respects him more than some of the other characters in most of the movies. <laughs> Especially... Charger! Yeah. Um, and that's across 1, 2, and 3, and 7, 8, 9. Yeah. So... Okay, yeah, so the last episode, so like... Okay, so real quick though, overall, Which is are you like, exciting for me because now it's filling in a lot of things that I forgot. Mostly the last two episodes, which have nothing to do with Boba Fett. Really. Yeah. So like, are you like seeing that? Are you also like, since you are on the surface, do you did you like forget about Boba Fett? Let's say, and like, kind of like the rest of us, you don't care, or were you like like, yeah, seeing those, seeing the Mandalorian again, seeing now Luke and Grogu. How did you react to all that? Yeah, I was definitely excited. Um, Boba Fett wasn't even a thought in my mind because I I definitely enjoy the Mandalorian series. And when they, after the second season ended, I was like, oh, I want to find out what's going to happen with Groku and all that. And it's kind of nice that they tied it into this into this new show, uh, Book of Boba Fett. Um, I, I definitely want more. I yeah. know it's going to go back to Boba Fett at some point. It has to. And next, it's next his, week's the it's end. It's show, but they could also do the same in Mandalorian in season three. They could end up bringing Boba Fett in in some aspects and do the reverse. And if they bring this Boba Fett in, I'm going to be very disappointed. If yeah, it, but again, like we, we, Steve and Sal and I have all separately been talking, and it's just they needed to do. Uh, they needed to do like the hardcore Boba Fett right out of the gate. And then he can, you know, for lack of a better word, soften up and like kind of ease into the, I'm going to rule you with respect. Like, you know, maybe he, he takes out whoever he has to take out. And then instead of like wiping out everybody else, he absorbs them and, you know, some like changes his position like that to, because he is a murderer. He's a mur I don't know if he's a mass murderer, but he's, he's, well, a, he's murderer. a bounty hunter. He's a bounty hunter. So I'm saying he's However definitely he a murderer. Rules as a bounty hunter, I mean, he could just be simply just. You know, shooting up people, or he could be. I mean, they have to go back a little bit to his aggressive side because he did it in Mandalorian. Exactly. It's just this is so. so what, what does it take so to weird. get to that rage? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like they didn't really. There's definitely some missing information. I think. Like what? In that aspect of Boba Fett and him meeting Mandalorian, because mm -hmm. all we see is him in that Tuscan Raider. Like, where does that fit in? Yeah, there is a little bit. There's there's something that I'm, which is causing me to like, I'm still confused. And again, and again it takes, I'm not in the zone on all this as much as Steve and uh, Anthony and Sal, but, oh, but 
I'm picking up that there's something missing here. Yeah, they like that shows that aggression. Yeah, because something yeah. has to trigger. Yeah, exactly. He's just after Mandalor. Uh, yeah, Mandalorian. I've been calling the shows by the wrong. I've been calling Boba Fett yeah. the show the Mandalorian as a joke, and now it's just stuck in my head. But no, yeah, I agree. It is in the Mandalorian. He's again in the first episode we see him. He's at a freaking twelve out of ten. And then he kind of comes down, he does, you know, he's, he's just flying the Slave One and all that other stuff. But yeah, between, obviously between him ending Mandalorian, going back and shooting Bib Fortuna, and then being all chill, it's like, eh, yeah, there is some, there's, there's more we're not seeing, but I've been so annoyed by shows jumping around in the timeline, I don't want to deal with that anymore. They'll so. probably be doing that again. I mean... Because there's definitely some missing information. I mean, I think maybe, I mean, from this point forward... There's got to be somewhere down the rest of this season or future seasons that something's got to happen where his rule with respect is it's not working. So he has to. Yeah. Instead of going soft, go hard. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So, so even that for, could still be yet to come. I mean, there's one episode left. So if it's, if it's still to come, it, yeah. the time is now. Yeah. But uh, so, okay. So that's nice to know that I guess that we're not just being too, too, uh, crazy or too like gung-ho about stuff that we're not the only ones like who yeah. want to see him just like not necessarily rage out but just be a little bit more about like the bounty hunter side the mandalorian side where it's you know yeah i'm all for both sides because I, I still think that i don't know um what were the other series what's the cartoon series clone wars clone rebels wars. i haven't seen any of those i don't know any of these other side stories like even osaka right? ahsoka ahsoka um I didn't even know anything about her until watching her. And I, I was actually that was gonna be my next question. Yeah. So when when she shows up in season two of Mandalorian, and she's talking about, uh, I've seen what like temptation or attachments can do to the best of us. Were you just like, who the hell is she? What she knows? Were you thinking like she knows Obi Wan? What what were you thinking when she says stuff like that? You just had no clue. I had no clue. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, it's a cool character. It yeah. seems like she belonged in this. Yeah. Among all the other characters. Um, I'll I'll fill you in off uh, off air about that because uh, yeah. she is a very cool character who I yeah. think just had her Steve if you can fact check me I think she just had her like thirteenth anniversary as from being created I saw on her uh, yeah. the uh, I forget Ashley Eckstein her voice actress I think she just posted like an anniversary of some sort I think uh, uh, Rosario Dawson was a good Dawson was a good choice she she was fan cast she, she and fits the role it, it, great and... yeah no, no I I have no problem with her. Uh, being and I think she does a good job. Uh, I do hope they interact more, her and Luke. But yeah, that definitely um, that was a treat just seeing. Oh yeah, so, again, there you go. Which I'm assuming that's all digital, right? That's, no, it's or uh, it is another. It is an actual actor that looks. So no, what it is is I'm assuming they did the same thing they did in season two, which is they have they. I, Steve Steve already checked me on this one. So Mark Hamill is back in, right. in both it, seasons. I saw him in the credits. Yeah, he's in the credits. So I'm assuming, based on the behind-the-scenes I saw last year, they have Hamill come through and he wears some sort of crazy head harness with a camera to get his facial expressions. He does all the motions. I'm sure he wasn't doing the backflips sure. or any of that. But uh, he does the motions. A younger actor who has the same body type does the motions. Uh, actually, as Steve pointed out, it's the younger actor who flies one of the X-Wings who tries to pull over the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Uh, and, that was cool. uh, yeah. I like that part. I, I love you, the throwbacks in all these different shows, Mandalorian and... Are you getting nostalgia fatigue? 
Yeah, nostalgia fatigue is great. Oh, no, 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 I'm saying, are you getting fatigued? Um, No, not yet. Okay. And and again, I'm not a hardcore Star Wars fan, so for me, it's like just the fact of seeing, the fact that you even see Luke Skywalker again. Oh, well, that's all of us. Which is, you know, amazing. But like, okay, so uh, like the Naboo Starfighter that he That was great. At first, I thought that was a pod racer. And then when I saw it was the, the Naboo Starfighter, I was like, oh, that, that's cool, too. Yeah, okay. You know, um, and, you know, uh, speaking of the pod racer, you know... All right, so Tim Oliphant's character, remember how he had uh, Boba Fett's armor in Season 2? Okay. Remember when they go out to, like, the site of the Crate Dragon or whatever? He's Remember he's riding an engine? Uh, that's that's Anakin's pod racing engine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have to go back. Yeah, so there's, gonna... there's, like, deep cuts like that. Somebody else posted a meme. Or not a meme, a screenshot. And uh, when the Mandalorian takes the Starfighter in Beggar's Canyon and he goes up the ramp yeah, to go yes, to space. Yes, I've heard about that. Yeah, you saw all the debris. That was the debris from... From Phantom Menace, which yeah. is like, okay. Yeah, no, I definitely love the uh, nostalgia that's in it. It's okay. not... Um, you're not... You're it's, the, not it's, over, it's not over the top. Okay, it's not, so it's uh, not... Okay. There's, I think there's another... There's a few droids, too, they bring back. Well, yeah, they, they bring see. back... Uh, is it R4? No, that was Obi-Wan's droid. Uh, R2-D2. Well, obviously, they bring obviously. back R2-D2, but the mechanics droid. Yes. So I might be giving... The, the female mechanic who gets him the Naboo yep. Starfighter, if you watch it again, the droid she has that is red and white, yes, that has a it has like a burn mark on its to- on the top of its head. Hmm. That's the droid that blows up in the beginning of A New Hope when C three PO and it gets sold to. Uh, wow. To, uh, I'd have to go back. And yeah, way I can't think head. of his uncle's name, Uncle Owen. <laughs> When yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Uncle Owen buys C-3PO and the other droid, right, right, right. and it blows up, that's the other droid. You see the burn mark where his head a exploded. Of, a lot of Easter eggs. Exactly. So that's some of them uh, are deeper cuts. You I have like to... that stuff, though. And it's, it's, it's interesting because like, you see 4, 5, and 6, and that's all there is. And then comes 1, 2, 3, 7, 8, 9. But there's so much stuff, even just in 4, 5, and 6, and then the other movies. Yeah. And they take these little snippets of what most people, I guess, enjoyed or they liked. And... Um, and um, it's just making it, it's, it's, it's bringing me back in. Yeah. Because I've lost touch with any type of this stuff. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation between myself and Josh. Uh, excuse the abrupt ending that I'm throwing in here. His kids came home from school. So uh, that was all the time we had. Uh, but yeah, let me know in the comments if you guys enjoyed the conversation if you want to hear more from josh in the future let us know i'm sure that can be arranged in the meantime like comment and subscribe don't forget youtube thursdays 8 15 you're going to want to tune into hey archer live and uh look for more rambling snaps and toy hunting from uh, the nerd affiliated family till next time guys and gals take care have a good night